Welcome to the Cheer Up Podcast. This is Kara Hunt, and with me is the co-host, author, and speaker, Sherry Swalwell. How are things going with you today, Sherry? I am doing fantastic. The sun is shining. It's bright and sunny, and I am just excited about um, wrapping up our um, series about the names of God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and how they all kind of fit together. How about you? Oh, I am too. This has been such an exciting series, honestly. And I have, you know, it was almost like uh, they were just ministering to me as we talked about it. You know, I I agree. Agree. And I love how he adds new layers or peels back layers as we're we're getting blessed when we're trying to bless other people. And I just love that. Again, it goes back to the word is a living, breathing. um, It's just living and breathing. Living and breathing, right? And as she mentioned previously, we've already kind of um, delved into just some of the names, just some of the names. Uh, the The first episode, uh, not the first episode, but the first one in the series was the names of names of God. The one after that was names of Jesus, and then names of the Holy Spirit. And again, those were not exhaustive lists. Those were just uh, some of the ones that, you know, we had just touched on to, like Sherry said, just kind of whet your appetite to uh, what have you find out more about that. And it's just uh, interesting because you think God is God, Jesus is Jesus, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. What's with all these other different names? And honestly, it's just, it's it, it, like she She's so well, Sherry so well put it. I believe that was in um, the name, the names of God about how it's, it's like one person wearing one hat, but has 12 different colors. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is just such a great visual that all of us have um, in our lives. And for, you know, some of the names of God that we talked about were like Adonai, Abba, the great I am. Um, Elohim, uh, El Shaddai. Those are some, those are all great names. And depending on, you know, as long as we approach God in reverence and in holiness, then it, it doesn't matter how, what name we use, but you know, Sherry, I got to thinking about that just a little bit ago. And I was like, you know, we even know, okay. So for instance, I, I know how someone approaches me, what they want. Okay. Yeah. So it's, for instance, you know, with my boys when they were little, if it was mama, you know, (laughs) I was like, okay, there's an urgent situation I need to hurry up and take care of, you know, Um, or mommy or mom, you know, then there's only two people in the world who can call me mom. So I immediately know who they are. Right. And Not only that, but depending on the tone of it, I know whether I can put them off for a few minutes, if I can just say, I'll be there in a second, or if I need to go a running. Okay, so those are all the different types of ways that I think we can be addressed. And same thing with our names. So like, if I'm at a conference somewhere or any place crowded, you know, just I'm just going to use conference for an example with lots of people there. And if someone approaches me and say, are you Kara Hunt? Then I automatically know that these, this is someone I haven't met before. Right. <laughs> you know, right, so, right. And so I know how to relate to that person. 
Now, if someone's like screaming my name and you're like, Kara, 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 you know, then I automatically know without turning around that that is somebody I know, someone I have a close relationship with, someone I'm very familiar with. And not only that, they're excited to see me. For some unknown reason, they're excited to see me, right? Because they're just screaming my name, Kara, 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 you know, and I'm looking around, you know. Uh, anticipating to see who it is and usually end up in a big hug and lots of chatter, right? Absolutely. Because I I know even without seeing their face or knowing what they want, I can tell by the tone and by the familiarity that it's someone I know, love and care about and that they're anxious to be with me, you know? And there are, if someone refers to me as the name K, then that's usually a family member. Okay. So I, you know what I'm saying? It's like, depending on how someone addresses me, I kind of know where they're coming from and or what the situation or the topic is going to be about. If I'm called by my first name and my middle name, then that's usually my mother. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that means I have done something and she's not very happy with me. And that's putting it nicely. You know, because she doesn't do that often. But when she does, that means I, 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 I really done it. I really stepped into it. And if someone calls me, if someone says Kara, and then they use my maiden name, then I automatically know there is someone from the quite distant past because I've been Mrs. Hunt for quite a while, for over three decades, right? So right. if they're calling me by my maiden name, then I'm automatically thinking this must be someone from my childhood, you know, maybe my teenage years, my early teenage years, you know, um, and everything else. Because no one who's currently know me would refer to me by that maiden name, you know. So it's just different how we are addressed. And so we kind of know where that person is coming from. And I think it's the same way kind of with God. Like when we, when we come to him and we are just like Adonai, or we're like, Abba father, which as we describe just means like daddy, you know? So when we, you know, are God almighty, like El Shaddai help me, (laughs) you know, the God almighty, I just need you to help me. It kind of just the way that we approach it, the undertone, the attitude and the name. Kind of just, well, I mean, he's God, he knows everything, right? He's omnipotent, he's omnipresent. He knows everything, but I think it breathes that familiarity. Like, I know what she wants, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. She's coming to me as Abba Father. She's saying, Daddy, you know? I kind of know what this conversation <laughs> is going to be about. So I just kind of think that sometimes that just for those who are just like, you know, why so many different names? It's because God is all things to all people. Okay, you you know, and so it is, and it's very important to know. Sometimes he's Adonai, sometimes he's the great I am, sometimes he's El Shaddai. And like we mentioned before, he can be that to eat any one of us on any given day or several times a day. And today we're going to talk about how to pray to all three. And for me personally, I, I like to pray to scriptures. That's just a personal thing that I like to do. Um, and not saying I just don't do prayer prayers because heaven knows I do that several times a day, (laughs) you know, depending on what's going on or what's happening at the particular time. But my, but I, I really do prefer to pray the scriptures, you know, and you can pray to all three using the scriptures, you know, for, 
And for example, on any of the scriptures that we mentioned on any of the previous episodes, before reading that scripture, before reciting that scripture that has really resonated with you, just start the prayer with Abba Father, Adonai, El Shaddai, Lamb of God, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, Redeemer, Savior. You can start that prayer with any of those and your prayer will be heard. Anything you want to add to that, Sherry? First off, I think that your description of of the way that you're referred to by so many different people tells you exactly how you um, are expected to be to respond um, to your your kids or people from your past or your family or your mother or um strangers, people that you don't know as well. I think that that was such a beautiful, beautiful illustration of why we would use the different names of God. And as far as the whole praying part goes, I love how you, I love how you pray scripture. I love how you um, encourage people to start where they are, to, to do it how they feel most comfortable. And I guess I never really had thought about using the different names of God in my prayer until God himself kind of nudged my prayer partner and I to do that. He is the one that got us looking or got me studying. I think my prayer partner was late years ahead of me, spiritually speaking, when it came to using the names of God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And she even got me a book or two um, that outlined different names of them. Like Kara was saying, it's it's not a bad idea to go out and find references that will help you. Um, to just kind of start digging into it and digging into scripture and, and, and um, just wetting your appetite and getting, getting that knowledge, soaking it in for yourself. So God is the one that kind of um, got me. He just nudged me to go deeper with his names and to use them in our prayer. So I think first and foremost, when we pray, it's so important to start from a, um, from a posture of worship and praise. God calls us to worship and praise before we bring any petitions to him before we, um, and I'm not saying that you can't have those um, popcorn prayers where you're in the middle, you're going to be crashing in a car. You're, you know, in the middle of having an accident or, or an accident might be happening. You can't just say, Jesus, save me. No, you don't have to be like, okay, I need to worship and praise you first and then ask you to save me. No, those aren't the ones I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you're, when you're sitting there and you're having your quiet time, when you're sitting there and you're truly just reflecting and, and having that peaceful time with God to where you're deepening your relationship with God, always start with praise and worship and, and praise and worship. Some people think, well, maybe that just means singing. No, not always. Sometimes praise and worship is just sitting there and telling the names of God back to him, telling the names of Jesus back to him, telling the names of the Holy Spirit back to him. It brings you into their presence. It brings you into that state of reverence and holiness and remembering he's Abba. He's my daddy. He's Jehovah Jireh. He will provide for me. He's Jehovah Rapha. He will heal me. He's the King of Kings. He's the Prince of Peace. He gives me his peace. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's my counselor and comforter. I need his truth and his knowledge and his grace today. So part of praying 
to all three, is acknowledging all three, is being reverent and appreciating and thanking them for all three, for the roles that they play, for the, the ways that they enhance our life, for the ways that they help us to fulfill the purpose and plan in our life, which is to spread the good news, which is to tell other people about God. Ultimately, that's that's the most important purpose that every single person on this earth has, and that is to point others back to Jesus, to point others back to God, to point others back to the one and only way for salvation and the one and only way for eternal life. And so, honestly, it's just really an invitation. Today, our podcast is about an invitation for you as the listener to think about how how do I approach God in prayer? How do I communicate with God in prayer? How do I, what can I do? What's one thing I can do to deepen my relationship to God in prayer? What's one thing that I can do that will start a conversation that will go deep? Whether that's, if you already are like Kara and you pray the scriptures, then maybe I will challenge you to personalize the scriptures, to put your name in there personally. Yes. Maybe you're somebody who has never thought about praying the scriptures. Well, then I encourage you and challenge you to go find a scripture that speaks to you and speaks to your heart and personalize it. Say, God, this is the promise that I'm going to claim for my life. This is what I need you to show up for in my life. And it's all about consistency. It's all about listening to God's nudges. It's all about um, just having that desire. We talked about that last week, that it's a choice. Sometimes it's a choice at first. And then once we get our appetite whetted as God's children, he, the Holy Spirit, will deepen that longing for us, will deepen that hunger that we have to grow deeper in him. I, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to give a confession. So I, um, I have a regular quiet time in the mornings. During all of COVID, during all of the shelter in place, um, our kids have been mainly virtual or hybrid. So there's been a lot of virtual, Um, but especially last year, 2020, um, when it was all virtual, I got into the wonderful habit that my husband would leave for work. Our kids would still be asleep. And instead of that rush, rush, hurry, hurry in the morning where you have to, um, Actually, my kids are really wonderful. They take care of their own lunches. They take care of all the chores that they have as far as feeding the dog and stuff. So I would be running around either making banana bread or putting soup on or, you know, doing those things. So I, it was always rush, rush, hurry, hurry in the mornings. Um, so I would have my devotions before pre-COVID. I would have my devotions sometimes at night. Sometimes God would wake me up at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, and I would have it then. I got out of that habit and I got to the point where I was really enjoying sleeping seven hours, eight hours, whatever it was uninterrupted. Well, now that we're kind of going back into the hybrid. So, you know, some days they're at school, some days they're at home. Pretty soon they're going to be more days at school, less days at home. God is starting to wake me up again in the middle of the night. And I have been resisting. I like my sleep. I like waking up rested. I like getting a full seven, eight hours at night, Um, but I was 
growing more distant with God because I was deliberately disobeying. He was inviting me to time with him and I was deliberately disobeying. So we had talked during our Lent um, episode about fasting. So when I started Lent, that was one of the things that I told God, I really truly want to have that close relationship with you again. I really truly long for that, to hear you, to hear your voice, to know that you're speaking to me. I'm the one that's moved, not you. So If you wake me up at one o'clock in the morning, I will wake up. If you wake me up at two o'clock, I will get out of bed. I had gotten lazy and I was like, well, I'll just lay in bed and pray during COVID. Well, no, like I talked to Kara about before, I would fall asleep. I wasn't really praying. So I promised God, I made a, a vow or a commitment. And I said, God, if you wake me up, I will get up. The first two or three times in this last 40 days were torture. I was so tired, but I said, God, I'm committed to it. So I made that choice. And then the hunger grew. God started to really speak to me through scripture. He answered questions that I had come to him in prayer about days before and said, God, I don't know what to do about X, Y, or Z. And he was answering me in scripture. I got to the point where I am so excited now, again, to be woken up in the middle of the night. Am I perfect at it? Absolutely not. Last week, or was it yesterday or the day before? I don't remember. But I he woke me up. I didn't hear him or I, I heard him. I ignored him the first time. He woke me up again. I said, okay, God, I'll get up now. But it was four o'clock and our alarm goes off at 4.30. I said, God, I'm pausing this because then that means I'm up starting at four. So I I disobeyed. And, and so I'm far from perfect at it, but it has brought that hunger back. So I say all of that to say, That when we choose to go deeper, when we choose to to meet God and to have that reverence and that holiness and speak his names and learn more about what the names mean and, and just integrate all of that into our prayer time and our quiet time, he will not just meet us, but he will grow that desire and grow that hunger to a point where we are excited about spending time with him. It's not a, I have to do this. I have to choose this. It's a hunger and a desire. And that, my friends, is what I pray for you. That, my friends, is is the encouragement that I want to give today. That I just, I pray that you hear it in my voice. I pray that you hear it in my tone. And I also pray that you hear the grace that comes when you deliberately still disobey sometimes, speaking to myself. Um, I'm the one that loses out on the blessing when I choose to stay in bed. He's not mad at me. He knows that I'll meet with him at 7.30 or 8 o'clock or 6.30 or whatever time it is. He knows that. But I'm the one that misses out on that blessing. So any thoughts on that, Kara, before we wrap up? No, it, um, you know, I kind of, I really, really love the way that you put it uh, from how it starts off as, Oh my goodness. I don't want to get up and I don't want to do this. And then you start doing it. And well, well, and usually the reason we a don't want to do it is because one, we're probably sleepy. We're probably tired, especially if you're a morning person who'd like to do your devotions in the morning and then B, Oh, but I got this going on and that going on and this going on and that going on this morning. And if I spend any decent uh, time worthwhile during my devotion, all of that stuff is going to get it's going to throw my schedule off and then I'm just going to be so hurried and harried throughout the day. And 
So we kind of drag our feet along when doing it. And you start doing it and you start doing it. And at first you kind of rush and you're like, okay, I just got to get this over with. But then the more you do it, you're kind of like, this is like really, really awesome. You know, and it's just like really, really awesome. And then it comes to a point to where you start a routine of doing it because you're just enjoying it so much that if someone else and say, hey, six o'clock tomorrow, you want to do this? You want to go running, exercise, plant flowers or whatever? You're instinctively like, no, that's my devotion time. <laughs> you know, exactly. Because before where it used to be, oh, I got all this other stuff to do. Now it's like, I can't, I got to do my devotions. I'm sorry. I can do it afterwards. <laughs> I can meet right. you at seven, you know, because it has become that special to you, that whole entire worship time, that, that um, devotional. And again, like Sherry mentioned before, it, worship doesn't necessarily mean just all praise and worship music. No, sometimes it means just sitting there before the father, before the great I am, before your daddy, just sitting at the feet and soaking up his presence, Amen. just soaking in the presence of the almighty God. No words have to be exchanged. No music has to be played. All you have to do is just sit there and soak in his presence and let him speak to you and, or you can speak to him. But again, no, nothing audible has to be said. God knows your heart. He knows why you're there. He knows that. And you know why you're there. And Sometimes it's just there and just soaking in their presence and being blessed by the presence of the almighty God, the creator of the entire universe and the world. So worship does not just necessarily, we talk a lot about praise and worship music because we just love praise and worship music, but it does not mean that again, that music has to be played. Sometimes it's just sitting there and saying, God, I want to know you more. I want to know you better. And you just sit there as he ministers to you, as he blesses you with his presence, as he touches you and your life will never, ever again be the same. Amen. You know, asking Jesus into our hearts and becoming a Christ follower is not a get out of hell free card. It is the beginning of a relationship. And again, it all boils down to choices. We choose if we want to be a Christ follower or not. And then we choose the depth of growth and the depth of the relationship that we want to have with him. Because he is right here, ready and waiting, patiently knocking on that door saying, I am, I am ready to take over your entire life to, to help you in every single aspect of your life, to bring blessings into all of your life. But it is always a choice, always a choice. So we can choose the easy way. We can choose to just pray the prayer and get out of hell for free. Or we can choose to have the kind of life that is fulfilling to where we're fulfilling our purpose, to where we're growing deeper, to where we're, we're allowing that hunger to, to intensify and to magnify and to get as much out of this life as possible. And by that, I'm not talking from the worldly standards. I'm talking from a relationship with God, digging in, letting him be in charge, surrendering completely to him, letting him be Lord of our life. And and then just seeing the blessings that follow. The blessings that follow do not mean that, according to John 16, 33, that in this world we will have tribulation. So the blessings does not mean that that means we'll have a stress-free, worry-free, trouble-free life. No. In fact, it'll probably intensify. Sorry. Hate to tell you that. But 
we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And he will help guide us. He will help get us through it, just like he did the disciples in Acts. I would really love to encourage you, if you've never read the book of Acts, it is a powerful, powerful book of the Bible. It is just an eye-opener. It just shows you how amazing the Holy Spirit is and the ways that he can just fill us up and help us to fulfill the destiny that God has for us um, in ways that we could never fulfill on our own or in our own strength. So again, John 16, these things I have spoken to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. If you want to check out Kara at her website, it's karahunt.com, K-A-R-A-R-H-U-N-T.com. If you want to check out my website or any of the books or invite me to come speak at an event, it's C-H-E-R-I. S-W-A-L-W-E-L-L.com. Do you need prayer? Do you need encouragement? Do you want to talk more about how to, to pray and dig deeper and, and grow that hunger for God? Email us at cheeruppodcast at gmail.com. We are so glad that you were here. We were so glad that you were part of this series with us. And we cannot wait for you to come back next week for another exciting episode of the Cheer Up Podcast. Talk to you later.